Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, and this is episode 435 of the show, and I'm talking about why your maintenance calories might be higher than you think. And what that means is that you might be able to diet on more calories than you think. I'll explain why in this episode. Excited to get started today. Um, Let's hit the intro and uh, we'll talk about why this is a possibility. All right, let's get started with today's show, episode 435 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. As always, if you like the podcast, be sure to leave it a review. And if you want to reference a written version of the show, you can head to stoltzfit.com slash blog. And if you ever have any questions you want answered on the podcast or you just want a private answer to, you can go to stoltzfit.com slash contact. I always link those in the description of the podcast so you can easily access them. If you do need someone to work with and you're interested in working with me on your nutrition, figuring out why you're not losing weight, getting things back to a sustainable level, you can go to the contact page, reach out about wanting to work with me and we'll get started and uh, get everything to where it should be instead of where you feel like it has to be. So to dive into today's topic, a very, very common person, an avatar, if you will, that comes to me is somebody who has been eating low calories for a long time and not making progress. Eating 1,200 calories a day, eating 1,300 calories a day, 1,000 calories a day, sometimes even lower, and not seeing weight loss that they want. And uh, a lot of the times... My advice, you know, it's different for everybody, of course. It's a one-size-fits-nobody science and approach to nutrition. But a lot of the times, my advice is to take a phase to forget about the fat loss, get calories higher, maintain or gain muscle, and that'll help the metabolism out. And probably some other adaptations that take place that I'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, But the people are scared to increase. Right, They can't lose weight on low calories, but they're worried that since they can't lose weight, that's their maintenance calories, and if they increase calories to where I want them to be, they'll gain a bunch of unwanted weight. So what's the solution there? Well, there's a couple things to mention. First of all, I think, which are that, one, you might actually be eating more than you think. You say you're on 1,200 calories a day, but is that seven days a week for six weeks straight? Or is that four or five days a week for three weeks straight, you know, or is there a week of vacation in there here and there? Are there things that are throwing the average intake off? Because that is really what we're looking at is the average intake, right? It doesn't so much matter if you eat a thousand calories a day for three days, if you eat 3000 calories on the other days, or in a more realistic level, it doesn't matter if you eat 1500 calories five days a week. If you eat 2,500 calories on the weekend, that's going to bring that average intake up quite a bit. Weekends, vacations, restaurants, inaccurate tracking, all of that can be really detrimental to your progress and tracking accuracy uh, to really know what you're eating and how many calories you're eating. So, you know, you might actually be eating more than you think. It's important to actually take a close audit at your nutrition and say, am I actually seven out of seven days you know, six out of six weeks 
hitting this calorie number. I'm telling my coach that I'm hitting. That's an important question to answer for yourself. Um, Another thing that could be happening though, and this is happening a lot and probably the main reason for why people can't lose weight on really low calories is that you kind of have these adaptations of activity and calorie burn that go down a little bit. And it usually happens in three ways. Two are more common than the other. The two common ways are less energy to put into your workouts. So if you're someone that trains pretty hard, as calories drop lower and lower, it's going to be harder and harder to train hard because you don't have the fuel to do it. You might feel like you are, but you're able to lift less weight, which is going to really add up to a lot less calories burned over time. You're going to just burn fewer calories because you're not able to push as hard. You have to rest longer, things like that. Um, it could also, the other common way is your NEAT goes down. NEAT stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which in short terms is moving around and pacing, bouncing your knee, walking around, things like that, that you don't really account for when you're talking about what your activity level is and your workouts, but it does contribute to that overall calorie burn and is a big portion of the metabolism equation. It is really important, uh, but it is really something that downregulates quite a bit when you are tired and low on energy. Uh, so you might, you know, let's say you are eating for real a thousand calories a day for a long time. You're not really going to have the energy to jump up and do chores around the house, take 10,000 steps a day, move a ton, you know, let alone put forth good energy in your workouts. Those are the adaptations that I'm talking about that take place. So my good news to you today, though, is that you might be able to eat more than you think to maintain your weight. And as you go from diet calories to maintenance calories um, and take this phase approach where you aren't stuck on low calories forever, you probably will be able to maintain on high calories when you think you're stuck. And the good news about that is if you can actually maintain on more calories than you think, you probably can also lose weight on more calories than you think. It just requires this phasic approach that I'm a big advocate of and help people with every single day. So if you think you're stuck on 1,200 calories and you're staying the same weight every single day, there's things you can do to optimize that, but more likely we'll want to raise that. You know, Maybe we go up to 1,800 calories or 2,000 depending on your lean body mass and weight and activity level and other things. You raise your calories up and you're able to maintain your weight on those calories nice and high, which means you can probably just cut three or 400 from there and be in that calorie deficit you need and start seeing weight loss again. It's possible there's genetics coming into play uh, for how low you have to get your calories, but for most people, it really does come down to the math equation. Uh, and people are often shocked at how much they can actually eat to maintain when things are adjusted a little bit. As an example, that will make you guys ravenously jealous of my own nutrition. I have a very unique phenomenon with my calories where when I raise them to not fat loss levels, so let's say my maintenance is like 2,700 calories, if I try to gain weight past a certain point, I tend to gain the first three or four pounds pretty easy, but past that, which for me is around 195, trying to push past that weight, if I'm adding calories in, I can add a lot and still am kind of at my maintenance where, you know, just I think from activity, adding those calories in essentially just gets put towards 
more activity, more energy and workouts, moving around more without even knowing it, things like that, I can raise my calories all the way up to 33, 3,400 before I even start seeing any weight gain. Maintenance is not a set number, guys. It's a range and it depends on so many different things and it changes all the time. So you have two solutions here uh, that you can implement to eat more and maintain your weight and then eventually lose weight on more calories. Solution number one is to try the higher calories. Just give it a shot. What do you got to lose? You will be able to get the weight off. I promise you that. It's not going to stick around forever, even if you do gain a couple pounds. And uh, you kind of just have to take the leap and trust me. And that's scary. And uh, a lot of clients don't want to do this method, but I recommend it if you're okay with it and just don't feel like you have anything else to lose because you're not making progress anyways. Might as well try Jordan Stoltz's crazy method from the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Uh, or maybe you're working with me and I'm making you do it because that's what I'll do to my clients. So I'll put you on higher calories. Let's say it's 14 or 15 times your body weight. Uh, so if you're, you know, let's say you are 130 pounds and you're having to eat 1200 calories, not making any progress, even though you weren't making any progress, I'd still probably raise you up to 1800 calories, if not 1900 or 2000 calories. You're jumping up that high. And I want to see, you know, all the days where you are eating that high, two things will probably happen. You'll either, uh, gain just a little water weight and maintain, or you'll actually lose weight and then maintain. And the reason for that is that you have these three different things that I kind of already talked about improve. You have more energy, you're moving around more throughout the day and your neat goes sky high. You might take more steps than you think. You might be doing more work around the house, you know, getting up to get a glass of water. You have more energy and it's burning more calories. You might also just be able to put more effort in your training because you have more fuel. You're pushing yourself harder, gaining more strength and just putting a bigger effort into things. And then lastly, you know, that heaping scoop of rice starts to look less appetizing and less tempting when you have more calories. And you might actually measure that tablespoon of peanut butter instead of assuming that your big scoop of peanut butter is a tablespoon. Adherence improves as well when calories are higher because you're not hungry all the time. And that's powerful in itself on the mental side. The second solution, which is what a lot more people prefer because it's kind of like the, you know, Jordan, prove it to me that I'm not going to gain weight. I'm not too good with this kind of solution. And that's a reverse diet. A reverse diet is essentially raising your calories in a slow, controlled manner up to that same level. We're still shooting for that, you know, in that example I gave, 1800, 1900 calories for that 130 pound person, we're still shooting for that same target, but we'll jump up in smaller increments, like 50 to 200 calories a week, somewhere in there, bump you up. Maybe you start at 1200 and first week we do 1300, second week, 1350, maybe you lose weight. We'd bump you to 1450. It's a slower increase. Usually takes a couple months, but you'll end up at that same level and then can maintain. Uh, this is a good method too, as long as your tracking habits are on point and you're not uh, really hungry and binging on the weekends and stuff like that. But it's kind of a nice, controlled, more cautious approach that people feel more comfortable with. But both guys have the same goal at the end, which is eating more and taking things in phases. The truth of the matter with nutrition is you cannot be on low calories all the time and you should not be on low calories all the time because muscle plays an important role in health. 
longevity and changing body composition for the better. And you're going to promote muscle gain and retention with higher calories. And the other truth of the matter is that as humans, we just are not meant to be disciplined for months and months, years at a time in that manner and starving ourselves, right? I think it's great to do short little bursts of dieting, change phases before you see that diet fatigue set in where you're low on energy, struggling to adhere, losing energy in the gym, and all those different things I talked about. It's better to just be on top of it, take things in phases. Maybe you cut for six, eight, 12 weeks, whatever. You know, as a coach, I decide's best for you, and then maintain a little bit or reverse diet, get your metabolism, which really is just the things I talked about, your neat energy levels in the gym, things like that. Get that to a better place. Do it again. Take things in phases instead of just spinning your wheels with nowhere to go. So that's it for today, guys. Um, I try to keep these episodes around 15 minutes. I think I've kind of decided that's like my favorite length of episode. 30 sometimes feels drawn out unless I have a guest I can speak to. And uh, 10 seems like I'm not giving you guys quite enough. So 15 minutes is about my target. And hopefully that guy that helps you guys today. I think nutrition can be super confusing and scary because you put in a lot of work for a lot of results you don't want to lose, or sometimes you're not getting any results. And it's important to make the proper changes to get there. So if you guys do want to work with me, you can go to stoltzfit.com slash contact. I do this for a living. Coaching nutrition is, you know, I've done it full time since 2018. Um, and then long before that on the side as well. So I know what I'm doing and uh, change people's lives every day with how they view nutrition. So I'd love to work with you. If you want to work with me, you can head over there and uh, hopefully like this podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can uh, join me next time. This was episode 435 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Thank you for listening.